The Accounting Influencers Podcast. Cutting through the crap to bring you the very best interviews, insights and wisdom. From the planet's most influential people in the accounting and fintech world. The Accounting Influencers Podcast. And a big shout out to one of our special podcast partners, Dex.com. They wear receipt bank. They've been through a great rebound. There's a lot of great stuff going on there, Martin, isn't there, at Dex? You know what, Rob? I always speak to accounting firms about having a strong, uh, clearly articulated value proposition really early on in their messaging. You know, as soon as you see that firm, it tells you something. When I go to Dex.com, that's D-E-X-T.com, it says right in front of me, we make accountants and bookkeepers and the businesses you advise more productive, profitable, and powerful with better data and insights. Those three alliterative P's there, productive, profitable, and powerful. What a great, clear value proposition. So, as accounting practitioners listening to this, if you're looking to make your firm more productive, profitable, and powerful, not just for you, but for the businesses you advise, go to dext.com, that's D-E-X-T, dot com and start a free trial or book a demo love that dex gives you more time and better data to advise on your clients businesses so your accountants get over to dex.com thank you Here's what works section. This is where Martin and I look for practical things that have come from the trenches from Martin and I's 50 odd years in consulting, training, mentoring, coaching accountants. And this is stuff that works on the front line. And Martin, we're talking about a word today that is not usually associated with accountants, and that's the word empathy. So let's kick off by asking what empathy means in the Martin Bissett Dictionary of Life and Business. It means being human. Um, which is not a a core strength uh, of the profession. It means understanding how someone else is feeling, not sympathizing. That's being sorry for the situation that they're feeling. Empathizing is understanding and putting yourself in their shoes. Why is that not normally associated with accounting profession? Because speaking in a very, very broad way, then the profession attracts people who are attracted to process um, and to discipline uh, and want to help people but generally like an exact science rather than intangible, a tangible rather than intangible. Uh, And as such, their work is with systems and processes. Their systems, their work is not generally with humans on an ongoing basis. You don't have to understand emotional issues to carry out accountancy work. You have to understand technical issues to carry out accountancy work. Guys, I was um, on a podcast recently. Uh, I was very, very uh, honored to be invited to join the the accounting and finance show. I believe it's called my apologies if it's not called that, but I do remember that it was hosted by Terrell Turner, who really stands out to me as a fantastic voice, really one to watch in the profession, bright, enthusiastic, knowledgeable, and experienced all at the same time. And we were talking about this idea of empathy. And so many times I have found in working with practices that they they want to take a behavior and turn it into a process. They, the partners, that is. Take a behavior and turn it into a process. So I was telling this particular story on this show. If you listen to this show, you'll know the story. I was with an eight-partner firm many years ago that has since been sold into one of the top 10 firms in the UK. We were talking about first meeting objectives with a new potential client. Good etiquette, good you know, best practice, basically. I found that whatever place I was starting from, the partners were pushing back to me and saying, no, 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 Martin, before that, before that, what do you do before that? No, 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 what do you do before that? And it kept getting more and more basic. And so because I'm a flippant person by nature, 
I said, jokingly, I said, well, Peter, how about starting with eye contact and a good firm handshake? And I meant it as a joke. And he picked up his pen, put his head down and went, uh, yep, good firm handshake and eye contact. And he looked back up at me and said, well, have you got a checklist for that? I went, no, I haven't got a checklist for that. You know, I got quite angry at the situation. Do we have to do, we really have to instruct on that level? So I then looked at the room and I said, okay, everyone, hands up if you've got a ring on the third finger of your left hand. And of course, most of them did. And I said, right, you have a significant other, a spouse, a husband, a wife, whatever it happens to be. And at some point, there was a time when they were not married to you and they had to become convinced to be married to you. So unless they were desperate or you were the last game in town, you had to fight off competition for this and actually create some sort of rapport and empathy. And I said, to everybody who is married in this room, when you were courting the uh, object of your desire, did you say, uh, now then, object of my desire, in step one, I shall ask you out on a date. In step two, you will accept that and we will walk towards the restaurant. In step three, you will eat food and enjoy it. In step four, I will tell a funny joke. <laughs> In step five, you will agree to me. And of course we didn't do that. So why are we trying to turn a behavior into a process? Okay. So the overriding point of this, guys, in terms of what works is this. That if you want a business owner, be it an existing client of yours or a prospective client of yours, to understand why they should give you more money than they currently do if they're an existing client, or why they should break their loyalty barrier to their existing accountant to come to you, that is not going to be a decision they make without feeling like you care about their business to the extent that they care about their business. In other words, you have to empathize with phrases like this. And what happened next? And phrases like this. And that must have really hurt you. How did you react? And phrases like this. And so what have you done since that point to rectify the situation? And phrases like this. And what are the plans going forward? And phrases like this. And what are the consequences of that not being achieved? And to play out in your mind what they are playing out in their mind. Because guess what? When you empathize with a potential or existing client, there is an increase in desire to spend more time with you, to have your expertise on hand, and to invest in your smarts being part of their business. Without that, relegating everything down to a process, you are like the rank and file which is why so many businesses will tell us that they cannot distinguish one accountant from another because everything's a process and a system. So great, guys. Have a process and a system by all means. Internally, once you get back to the office, do that by all means. When you're with your own kind, when you're out there with human beings, start to understand why they do what they do, why they're being held back, why they feel frustrated, why they feel optimistic, and start to plug yourself into those feelings so you can demonstrate to them that you care like they do. Because if you don't care about your clients, what is the point? Just find some other way to make money. But Martin, what about accountants listening to this and saying, well, honestly, I don't care. That's not my nature. It's my job to produce the numbers, to produce the reports, to give the intelligence. Don't turn me into a robot by giving me things to say so that I sound insincere. That's not going to work either. Absolutely right. So if you are an accountant who genuinely doesn't care, and there are plenty of them, I've met them along the way, then understand that you don't get to argue and moan and whinge about fee pressure, that you don't get to experience massive proactive growth, that you don't get to be that highly valued practice that gets many times its GRF on sale because it, it has got an incredibly diverse client base of highly profitable work and broad IP built around it as well. You don't get those things, guys, because you are process people. And there's nothing wrong with being process people. There's no judgment here. There are simply choice and consequence. When you empathize, you win people's hearts and minds. When you stick to the process, 
you win whatever job that you're the cheapest for on that given time. So yes, that is a generalization. Yes, that is a broad brush. But over the piece, what works? Empathizing with potential clients so that they understand why they should be with you and not with their current accountant. And let me contribute with a quick story to finish off. How to get somebody to fall in love with you. There was once a lady, Martin, she was in love with two men. And they both wooed her. And on the same night, both men at different times asked this woman to marry them. So she was under such a dilemma because she's got a big choice to make. And lo and behold, as she's crying in her room, wondering what choice to make, the fairy godmother pops up and says, what is the matter, my child? Oh, I've got these two men in my life. I love them both. They both love me. They both asked me to marry them. I don't know what to do. And she said, well, tell me about Jim. She said, Jim's great. He's done all of these things. He's fantastic. And when I'm with Jim, he makes me feel like he's the most amazing man in the world. And I'm so lucky to be with Jim. And the fairy godmother said, tell me about Charlie. Well, Charlie's the most amazing guy. He's done some amazing things. And when I'm with Charlie, he makes me feel like I'm the most amazing person in the world. And he's so lucky to be with me. And as she said those words, she made up her decision. You know where I'm going with this, don't you? That's empathy, isn't it? Absolutely right. Absolutely right. So I think we've made the point, guys. And hopefully this wasn't new information to you. This was simply a validation of what you already knew. But we don't apologize for that, Martin. Sometimes we've got to go back to basics and remind our accounting listeners what's important. Everyone needs a refresh. But this is a section of our show called Here's What Works. And time after time, year after year, never falls out of fashion. The old and very cliched adage of people don't care how much you know till they know how much you care is particularly true in accountants trying to proactively win clients to do more than just compliance for them and to break away from an accountant who's perfectly competent in the compliance area. And we know they can do it because having accountants over COVID pandemic times become counselors, therapists, uh, friends, shoulders to cry on, uh, psychotherapists, because they've gone beyond the finance and the numbers to be that empathetic ear you're talking about. Uh, not, not just become that, but excelled at it. Absolutely excelled at it. Didn't charge for it, unfortunately, but yes, excelled at it. And this is the most noble iteration of your of your technical skill set. It is to translate your technical skill set into a way that keeps the walls from the door from the client if they're on the survival end of the spectrum, or makes their professional and personal aspirations come true for the, at the uh, thriving area of, of the spectrum. That's what you guys can do. And there isn't another profession in the world that can replicate it. Yeah, I remember a story of a, a kindergarten child going to the head teacher at the school and saying, sir, you sit in your office all day. I don't see you do anything. What do you actually do? And he said, yes, I sit in this room and I care. And that's what this is all about. This is what works with accountants, Martin, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I would commend this to the house, as a good friend of mine says, uh, and would ask you that the next time you speak to anybody who is paying you money, take a moment to say, how are you doing? And let the conversation roll from there.